0: Very good morning to all of you. This morning is my privilege uh, to come before you to share with you the Word of God. And this morning I want to talk about choices. Choices. People are defined by the choices they make and the consequences of those choices. In fact, the Bible is a book about people like us whose choices determine their future. For example, Adam and Eve, Cain and Noah, different people, all make choices, different choices and live with the consequences, good or bad. Whatever the Bible, whenever the Bible talks about people and their choices, the Bible reveals the negative consequences of their poor choices as well as the positive consequences of their wise choices. Now God clearly wants us he clearly wants us to have the freedom to choose but we have to live with the consequences of our choices along with the freedom to choose comes the responsibility for our choices some choices are personal and affects you individually other choices are communal affects the entire community. Now, choices and consequences, they are linked together. Sometimes the choices that you make result in certain consequences that you may rule and regret later on in life. Or your choice may bring blessing and reward down the road years later. Some choices result in temporary setback or unhappiness. Yet, it reaps positive benefits years later. And so, these kind of choices, their consequences are confined within your lifetime, within a time frame. But there is another type of choice with consequences that go beyond, beyond our lifetime, beyond the existence of humanity. The consequences are eternal. Our text today concerns this particular type of choice. I call this faith choice. Fifth choice. The Jews had gone from the privileged status they enjoyed in Egypt under the Prime Minister Joseph from a privileged status to a despised position as slaves under this new king. This new king in Egypt felt threatened by the Jews who were multiplying too rapidly and he ordered all, all newborn Jewish boys to be thrown into the Nile River. In the midst of this darkened world, A husband and wife, a couple chose to defy the king. They hid their newborn baby, a boy, from the authorities. Their son son turned out to be Moses, the great deliverer of God's people. Many years later, Moses himself also made a fifth choice. He chose to give up his royalty in the palace. Give up his royalty in the palace in order to be identified with another royalty. God himself. Moses chose to be identified with God and the enslaved people of God. The choices of Moses' parents and Moses himself were motivated by faith. And their actions have eternal consequences for all of us. Now, their choices result in something. Suffering. Why make such a decision knowing full well that the consequences are negative. Our quest this morning, our search this morning, is to examine what causes a person to knowingly choose a particular path, a path of hardship and suffering, contrary, against the world's standards and teachings. Such a choice is a faith choice. Let us pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning and this time, our time of studying, your word begins. No human wisdom can unlock the truths of the Bible. Only you can. May you guide us and help us to appreciate the examples of men and women, people of faith. And may you teach us how, not only to appreciate, but to apply these truths into our lives as we seek to be a community of faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. In whose name we pray. Amen. If you have your bulletin, sermon notes are available can track along with me. What does faith in God do to a person? When you want to make a faith choice, what does it cost you? C-O-S-T, cost you. What does it cost you? The verse in verse 23 says, that By faith Moses, when he was born, by the way, the words in yellow is for your attention, right? By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Now, faith puts God above everything. That is what faith is about. When we talk about faith choice, it means God above everything. It's not about us. Faith puts God above everything from the most fearsome people or the most fearful circumstances. Now, Moses' parents' motivation, very interestingly, for hiding Moses for three months seems surprising because they saw that the child was beautiful. Now, in your... In your bulletin, that I actually provided two texts for you, right? The main text, Hebrews 11, the other one is Acts 7, so we can better understand the words in both makes a comparison. Now, every parent says that their, beautif- their, their babies are cute and beautiful, huh? Every parent, okay, and grandparents as well. Babies are beautiful, okay, cute as well. Now you hear such remarks as tall, okay, instead of short. Or you hear such phrases as, ooh, chubby baby, instead of fat or obese. Say the wrong words, you will not get to eat the red eggs on the baby's first month. Or get involved to the baby shower. You get my point. Now, Moses' parents saw that he was beautiful. Let's unpack this. Acts 7.20 20 calls Moses beautiful to God. This is the literal translation. Now, Moses' parents must have seen something in the baby. To make them hope that he would be the promised deliverer of his people. Not only beautiful to the parents, beautiful to God. Because God has a special plan. We do not know at that time. Moses did not know, neither his parents. But the parents hope in God's promise to redeem God's people through the sending of the anointed one, the Messiah. Fills them with anticipation. Perhaps, perhaps the Messiah would be someone from their family line. Their faith in God compels their submission to God. Their faith in God, the faith choice, compels them to submit to God rather than to Pharaoh. If their defiance was discovered, the penalty would be severe. If they were caught, the entire family would be executed. Maybe they disguised the baby. All babies do the same. Something like a ball, You put a foot over his head, put a pacifier, Dress in pink clothes, Instead of blue, they all look the same. But the Bible didn't say it like this because when you have a faith choice, you don't do these kind of things. Their faith choice, the word in yellow, puts the entire family at risk. Not only Amram and Jochebed, the parents, but also Moses' other siblings, Miriam, their older sister, and Aaron. This entire family will have to live in secrecy and isolation. If the baby cried at any time of the day or night, they have to muffle, not mazel, muffle him. Perhaps with a pacifier while they try to calm him down. They make a fair choice. Now, should we, allow, should we allow Miriam and Aaron to go down to the playground? The thoughts come to Amram and Jochebed. Let the two little kids mix with other children in the neighborhood. But think again. What if Miriam and Aaron, in a moment of carelessness, had a slip of their tongue and mentioned they had a baby brother. No. Let's keep Miriam and Aaron inside the house. They will have to skip their childhood years. This is a family thing. This is a family decision. When Pharaoh's police patrol the neighborhood and drops in for a spot check, the family froze in terror. praying for God's protection and hoping for the best. Whatever you do, baby Moses, please don't make a sound. Your entire family hush up. Now the text affirmed the faith of Moses' parents. Now they could have rationalized what else could we have done? What if we were caught? The entire family would be executed. If we save the baby, okay, fine, we save the baby, he will only grow up to be a slave. A life of misery, just like us. Why not end it right now? into the river. No. They chose to obey God and face the consequences. This is faith choice. As God's people, we have to risk defying the world's value and systems. Go with God. Go with God instead of the world. It could result in a loss of income. It could result in punishment. It could result in untold hardships to obey God by faith, verse 23, more often than not, results in suffering. This suffering could be short term, it could be longer term, but we rest assured that this suffering is temporal because something better awaits us. Faith's choice results in temporal suffering but reaps eternal blessing. Little did Moses' parents know their baby grew up to be the greatest leader in Jewish history. God used Moses to deliver the Hebrews, the Jews, from slavery. Now, you and I may never know what eternal blessing will flow from our choices to obey God by faith. But you can be sure, you can be sure that God's blessings flow through the choice of men and women of faith who put their faith in God above all else. And God's blessing will flow through our faith choices. If you are a parent, if you are a parent, be encouraged to live by faith. And let God make your children beautiful for Him. Make your children beautiful for Him. Obey God by faith and trust your children to His care. And trust your children to His care. And trust your children to God for His purpose. To fulfill God's promise. To gather His people unto Himself. To advance the gospel so that the whole world will come to hear as well as to know the Christ, the Savior of the world parents. God gave Lydia, my wife and I, four daughters. At the news of each pregnancy, Lydia and I prayed a simple yet heavy prayer. We dedicate each and every one of our girls to God to be used for God's purpose. We dedicated our girls for the Lord's use not because it is the in thing. It is what Christians do. No, not because it's the in thing. But because we believe it is the right thing. Like Moses' parents, we see something beautiful in our children. I encourage all parents to see something beautiful in your children. The actions of Moses' parents were vindicated many years later. Moses was raised with all the prestige and wealth in the palace. As a prince of Egypt, he has all the advantages available. He lived at a time where he himself might have become the king. If the Pharaoh's daughter mentioned was Hashishut, who ruled as Pharaoh and died childless, we never know. However, Moses possessed a true understanding. He possessed a true understanding of God and his promises, which enabled Moses by faith to deny himself. Moses had a sense of values which allowed him to reject the temptation of wealth, prestige, influence, power. Which leads us to the second point in today's sermon. Pharaoh's daughter raised Moses up as her own son. Welcomed him into the circle of the Egyptian royalty. But Moses was not enamored by all the trappings of high society. When he became an adult, he renounced his status as prince. Moses' faith choice calls for him to renounce three things. Again, you see the common word by faith. Moses' parents, by faith, Moses. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. It starts with the most painful decision, renouncing your greatness. Moses grew up in a lap of luxury. You look at your... your Bulletin, Acts chapter 7, verse 22, says that he was educated in all the learning of the Egyptians and he was a man of power in words and deeds. This is Moses for you. As the son of Pharaoh's daughter, Moses enjoyed a position of honor higher than almost anyone else apart from the Pharaoh. He rubbed shoulder with the rich and powerful in the top circles of Egyptian society. He knew everybody who was anybody People sought out Moses for business deals, for favors in awarding building contracts, to get Moses to sit on the management boards. Moses, the prince of Egypt. But Moses chose to give up. He chose to give up all that and live among the most wretched slave laborers. From high society to the scum of the earth, he became the object of ridicule and contempt now the bonds of love built over 40 years in Moses' adoptive family are not easily severed, you know, not easily cut off. His cousins, schoolmates, bodyguards, teacher, butler, his driver, all his associates, those relationships are gone down the drain. Moses' adopted mother, the Pharaoh's daughter, must have been stricken with grief, guilt, anger, sorrow. when Moses chose to walk away from everything that she had provided since young. Pharaoh himself, the king, would surely be filled with rage at Moses' ungratefulness. After all that we have done for you, is this how you repay us? Moses renounced his Egyptian identity in exchange for his real identity, the identity of true royalty that really mattered, serving God. When you choose to follow God, It may involve walking away. It may involve walking away from comfort and convenience that you and I grew up with. Verse 25. Choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. Faith in God causes Moses to make a faith choice. He renounced his greatness as Prince of Egypt. It does not end there. There is more suffering that comes your way when you make a faith choice, as Moses' life reveals. As a family member in Pharaoh's court, Moses enjoyed whatever pleasures, whatever pleasures anyone could ask. Those of you who work in high society, who are accomplished businessmen, movers and shakers in Singapore's industry and even worldwide industry, you know what I'm talking about. Moses enjoyed whatever pleasures anyone could seek. He lived in luxury. He ate the best food available. He wore the nicest clothes, the latest designs, if Moses had wanted. He could have enjoyed the pleasures of the most beautiful women in Egypt. Moses could have accepted a role in the court of Pharaoh as Pharaoh's grandson. He could have disowned his Hebrew ties, but he didn't. Moses made a conscious choice not to do so. He observed the affliction and oppression of his own people and decided to identify himself with the Hebrews, with the slaves. Moses chose to suffer hardship in solidarity, in unity with his people. Why? Because he knew they were the people of God. The people of God. Moses had the promises. He had heard the promises of God that God as a the people he will redeem them out of darkness into his wonderful light. It was out of this faith that Moses reacted when he saw an Egyptian abusing one of his kinsmen, Exodus chapter two, verse eleven and twelve. It was out of this faith when Moses reacted, although he reacted harshly. Now the pleasures set before Moses were not only fleeting, verse twenty-five, but also sinful. But in what sense? In what sense are they sinful with the pleasures? Now, the biblical account says little about life in the court of Pharaoh. Perhaps the writer of Hebrews assumed that listeners could imagine the sinful opulence that Moses renounced when he joined the Israelites. Whatever it is, if Moses had chosen to remain associated with the Egyptians, he would have placed himself outside the will and purpose of God. Just a short implication here for us to take note. The indication of Moses' example for the readers at the time are clear. Given the strong sense of community in Hebrews, chapter 11, the people of God, Moses' decisive action in choosing hardship foreshadowed, foreshadowed the perfecter of faith, Jesus Christ, who accepted suffering in our place. Faith choice causes Moses to renounce Many things. Including this, verse 26. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt for he was looking to the reward. Moses renounced his greatness, no longer the prince of Egypt. Renounced his pleasure, no more for me. Culminates in is renouncing the great wealth of the Egyptian treasury. Moses can afford to buy anything he can't afford to buy anything he wanted or to live without working for the rest of his life, unlike many of us. But what Moses chose to obey, when he chose to obey, what happened? He lost everything. Everything is gone. Imagine. Imagine the scandal in the Egyptian high circles. Who? Moses? What? Abandoned the royal family? What an idiot. Once they were his friends, now they heard insults at him. He will not make the cut to be my son-in-law. Ridicule is a powerful thing. We go to great lengths to deal with embarrassing mistakes, but Moses chose a cause. He chose a cause that he knew would bring him the worst reproach, the worst ridicule. Now, I want us to understand it is not necessary a sin to enjoy a position of honor and comfort. It is not a sin to enjoy honor, comfort, even wealth that God provides. Our hard-earned efforts, God provides for us. Joseph, the Prime Minister of Egypt at the time, before that time, enjoyed both place of honor, a comfortable life while following God. So long as God takes center stage, Moses knew that he had to put God at center stage. He has to choose God. He has to choose between God or Pharaoh. Moses knew he belonged to God's chosen people. The materialism of Egypt holds no attraction to Moses. He did not sell his birthright. Go for the good things in life. Go for it. Live life for today. You only live once with no thought for tomorrow. Now this was no small accomplishment. Walk away from the treasury of Egypt. I have not been to Cairo But I was told that if you go to Cairo Museum, and you visit the Egyptology section, you see the wealth of the Egyptian treasury. Till today, the world is still dazzled by the splendor and wealth accumulated by the royal families of Egypt. Moses was there at that time. Moses was there, but he was not seduced by the greatness, the pleasures, and the treasures. Because Moses knew he had to make a faith choice. he concluded that there was a greater reward for the sake of Christ. Moses knew of the promise made to Adam and Eve, Genesis 3, and looked for the Christ, that is the promised anointed one or the deliverer. In the light of eternity, the eternal reward promised by God, Moses was able to renounce the promises of Egyptian splendor and to endure the the reproach and abuse kept upon him when he took on the identity as one of the Hebrews, the rationale behind Moses' radical choice was driven by the conviction of a greater reward than the treasures of Egypt. Moses cast his lot with the people of God because he believed the divine promises. In verse 27 of Hebrews 11, not in the text today. If you read on verse 27, he believed the divine promises. Now the reproach that was Israel's lot that was cast upon Israel, the people of Israel, and this anticipates the reproach, which is the lot of all of us, any one of us who follow Jesus Christ. This will be our lot. We will face the reproach of the world. It's only to what degree, to what intensity. So in becoming one of the people of God who were suffering disgrace, abuse, Moses joins himself to a type of the future reproach of Christ. Moses made his choice in faith because he was looking ahead to his reward. Now this expression, considered, the word considered, suggests a concentrated effort and an ongoing attitude. Never give up. Looking forward. By focusing on his eternal reward, Moses turned his gaze away from the present suffering. No suffering is too much for a man or woman who make a faith choice. Faith's choice results in temporal suffering but reaps eternal blessing. Faith was the only thing. Faith was the only thing that enabled Moses to choose God above anything that this world can offer. Moses made his choice after he had grown up. If you look at the text in Acts again, in Acts chapter 7, Stephen tells us, us that he was 40 years old. 40 years old. When he walked away from the palace. 40 years living in luxury in the palace can weaken any man's resolve. The text tells us that Moses considered considered the reproach of Christ greater than the riches, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. The reproach of Christ is is a very startling phrase. It probably means, means reproach similar to what Christ endured when he was despised and rejected if you and I are serious about our faith, we will face reproach. Very similar to Christ, but not to the extent, not to the degree. Despised and rejected. Only when you make a faith choice. If you don't make a faith choice, you're part of the crowd. When you see what a treasure Christ is, everything else fades away. If Christ is the great treasure, everything else fades away. Being with Jesus in heaven are far greater, far greater than any earthly rewards. What this world offers is temporal. Greatness, pleasures, treasures, all that the world offers are temporal. But what God offers, what God offers is eternal. And found only in Jesus Christ who came and fulfilled God's promise. Moses chose to believe God and reject the world. In the short term, Moses had to endure harsh treatment. But in the light of eternity, in the light of eternity, as Paul put it in Romans 8, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Consider the temporal suffering against eternal joy in heaven. What will you choose? Would you let the fear of temporal difficulties influence you? Or faith in eternal blessings based on what God has already promised in the Bible? Moses walked away. He walked away from the good life. If God calls you today, if God calls you today to give up all that you have in order to serve Him, will you be willing? walk away from all that you possess to start a new chapter for God. You can only make a faith choice if your focus is God, not the world. As GBC moves off-site, the leaders are mindful of the challenges ahead but we want to be people who will exercise a faith choice. More than, the, more than that, the leaders desire that GBC will exercise this faith choice as a community. Not just as individual, which is important, but more than that, as a community. That's why you will find two things taking place. First, the Faith Journal, Pastor Anna, have uh, mentioned about that. This is for you to pen your thoughts and prayers as we move off-site. With the Faith Journal, be honest with God and be willing to trust God, to stretch your faith Preparing you individually. Individually, as we, the church, go off-site. That is the faith journal. Secondly, the attendance update. Its purpose is to strengthen GBC as a community. Going and growing together as we move off-site. If God calls you to serve Him, and we God require you to walk away from all that you possess, Will you be willing to make a faith choice for God? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this time of learning. We ask God that you continue, Lord, to give us the courage to act on what we know. To be willing to make a faith choice individually and corporately. we ask all this in Christ's name. Amen.